the Jesus and Joe podcast. My name is Georgia, and I am so excited that you are here. Through this podcast, I want to be able to encourage you, to hype you up, and to get you excited on God's truth. I can't wait to just have these precious moments with you. So, girlfriend, I don't think you're ready for this one, but let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Jesus and Joe podcast. I am pumped to know that you are here today, and I'm so pumped because I have a very special guest, everybody. A very special guest because this is not only one of my very best friends, but for all of my older siblings out there, you'll understand praying for your sister's future spouse is a huge task. I mean, you have so much pressure to make sure that this guy is the absolute best and you want the best for your sister. Well, everybody, I want to let you know that my prayers have been answered with this man. Everybody, this is my future brother-in-law, Caden Fair. Caden, say hello. What's going on, everybody? I'm a Young Life leader at Tech, so if you don't know anything about Young Life, we just make following Jesus fun. And our mission is to help kids out that don't know Jesus and that are too scared to go to church. So we go to them. We go to the schools and we tell them about Jesus. We invite them to Young Life. We play fun games with them. We sing fun songs like Taylor Swift with them. Like we just do, we, we, we just show them that Jesus is, is a friend. Jesus is someone who you're just going to have so much fun with. And outside of Young Life, like I said, I'm a tech student. I am majoring in communications. I would love to go into sales or I'd love to go into public relations. So like advertising and critical thinking and stuff like that. But then there's also this little sliver of my heart that wants to be a counselor. So oh, I don't, <laughs> so I really don't know where I'm going to end up. So I'm just giving it to the big man upstairs and I'm going to see where he leads me. But all in all, all those jobs, all those workforces require talking to people. And that's what I enjoy, enjoy most. So he does like the to common talk to everybody. He is good at talking to people. So that's a good profession for you to be in. Um, and another thing, Caden, you have a ministry. Yes. In my ministry, I post on Instagram. They're just little blogs, um, and I call them love letters to God. My ministry is called Yahweh underscore I am. So if you want to check it out, just look that up on Instagram. Basically, I don't really have a schedule of when I post them. I just I just learned something that God's teaching me, and I'm like, man, like that was powerful. I want to share it with people. That's good. And it's it's nothing about me it's just like how god moves in my life and like stuff that he's laid on my heart and stuff like i'll write down in my journals throughout a month or so and then i kind of take the common theme of a month and i like to reflect on it and think of like how can i bring this to people who who need it as well and i just fully believe that the people who read it are the people who need it most mm mm-hmm. So I'm not really worried about followers or I'm not really worried about if two people read the blog that day. I'm just thankful that God places it on people's heart to open up the link and to read about it. I don't know, it depends how long it takes you to read, but they're really not that long. So I, it's just it's it's just a fun way for me to, to process some things and to like give all the glory to God and just hopefully start a good conversation with someone who needs it the most. 
It's really good, everybody. I mean, like, I really enjoy the way that, one, he's a great communicator, and the way that he writes is just, it's very easy to read, and it's, like, something you can comprehend, which I love that. But also his doodles. I have reshared his doodles before because I love the doodles. They make it so simple and so fun to, like, understand, like, God's word in a way. So everybody go follow Yahweh underscore I am. I will tag it below so you guys can read it in the description. But, yeah. Like, it's sick, and Kater, I'm so proud of you. So, everyone go check it out. Thank you, thank you. And, uh, uh, FYI, I'm trying to figure out a way to post the doodles. Uh, the doodles are just little stick figures that help me understand scripture. It just kind of puts it in my mind, and I'm able to just, like, see it in a different perspective rather than just words on paper. Love that. And I think so many people could understand that because we all doodle. Remember, like, in kindergarten, we were all doodlers, you know? We were. I love it. I especially was. And you still are, Caden. You are still the doodler. We love that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being on the Jesus and Joe podcast. We are so pumped to have you today. And how do you feel about answering all of these hard-hitting questions? I mean, my followers did not hold back. They asked some (laughs) hard questions. What other people think about them, they aren't focused on what they need to do to get someone's approval they're just focused on like who jesus calls them to be and that makes them just live such a free filled life that just is above all others and whenever you can live that life like it just shines and people are going to notice it and people are going to love it and the people who want that life are going to be the ones who really pursue it and want to follow as well well that is fantastic i love that and i think It just, I think with like growing in your faith, it's one of those things I think that girls can stop beating themselves up on. Because I mean, with culture today, it's based off of looks. But a real man of God is not going to look just for your looks. Of course, chemistry is very important, but it's more about the heart. It's more about what they're living for than their looks. Absolutely. This just jumps into the next question. Do you care how a girl dresses? That's a hard one because I love a good style. I love uh, just having fun of your outfits. Like I personally love vintage clothes. And so I'll like find a beat up old t-shirt and I love to wear it around. But I think you have to draw a line in your clothing with how you respect yourself. And so... This is a hard question to answer because I don't want to tell you what to do. But I was thinking about this today when I was reading the question is, are you wearing clothes to gain attention? And if you are, then you're searching for attention in the wrong places because your attention is already found in God and it's already found in others who appreciate you for who you are and not what you wear. And it's, it's just one of those things to where like you have to draw a boundary in your personal life because once you're able to set boundaries in your personal life, as simple as clothing, it's going to make it easier to set boundaries in a relationship. And boundaries go a long way in a relationship. That's true. That's very true. I, I think even with, I mean, like, because today's culture, let's be honest, I mean... Girls are either on, like, that whole vintage train, which we love. We love the vintage clothing. Or, I mean, like, 
we don't we don't want to be dressing like hoochie mamas okay i mean like even in no. scripture it says in first timothy 2 9 through 10 it says that they want like a woman to dress modestly with a decency and adorning themselves not with elaborate hairstyles or with gold or pearls or expensive clothes but what is good and what's appropriate for women, women who profess to worship god and so it's just like one of those things where i feel like when you are so in love with Jesus and your whole life is dedicated to him. I mean, it's so evident, even within like the clothes that you wear, it comes down to like the smallest little detail. And of course, like we live in a, I mean, sometimes I can mean like I mess up. Everyone messes up. Sometimes we wear a little bit too tight and you know what? It's okay. It's all good. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, whose eyes do you want on you? No, exactly. Throughout scripture, you'll see it said repeatedly over and over and over again, that God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And so for me, another thing I love is working out. I love fitness. And whenever I go to the gym, like I, I I even try to dress modest as a guy and like no one really thinks of it that way. It's like, okay, I can't go around and I'm sorry if any guys listen to this podcast and do this. I don't mean to <laughs> convict anyone, but like wear a wife beater to the gym. Like mm-hmm. that's, like I'm not there to look in the mirror and flex my muscles and show off my body. Like I'm there to work out and treat myself in physical health because my body is something that God gave me and I want to respect that. And I believe even in clothing, you have to respect your body because God gave you your body and you don't want to flaunt, you don't want to flaunt it. And you don't, just like you don't want to flaunt you know, how much money you have, which could be another section we can go into about clothing is like, are you buying clothes to show off your wealth? Or are you, are you buying clothes to fit into a group that you don't already fit in? Are you like, just the way you dress is just so, there's just so much meaning behind it. And I hate that it's not normally discussed as much as it is. Because there is so much depth that we could go into about it. But the bottom line is Jesus calls us to be humble followers. And that all starts out by our physical appearance. And what's the first thing people notice about our physical appearance is our clothes. What are we wearing? And if we're wearing clothing that doesn't underline humility, then what perception are we giving off to others? That's so good. I mean, like that, I think that just hits the nail right on the head. Even one more thing, this will just wrap it up. This will wrap up this question because I think you just nailed everything. But one thing I heard, it was a quote, and I think I saw it on somebody's Instagram story, but do you, Kaden, I don't know if you know who these people are, but like, you remember Full House? Remember that show? Yeah. 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 So there it was, it was DJ. She's the older sister. And in the show, her name's Cameron Bray in real life, but we love her. She's a Christian woman. We, she's fantastic. But I think what she taught her daughter and what her daughter, like, um, said one day was, like, the least interesting thing about you should be the way that you look. I mean, the most important thing should be your heart. And the least important thing should be how you look. And that's not me saying, like, roll out of bed and put on a frumpy t-shirt and go out with your pajamas. That, that ain't doing anything. That's okay. That Just don't do that. But... It's something that, like, your inner beauty should shine more than your outer beauty. If it makes Absolutely. Sense. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Number three. So, Caden, <laughs> you have your squad. You have your friends, right? Yep, yep. Let me tell you about my friends, okay? All the girls can agree that when we have a guy that we are having a crush on, right? We talk about them all the flipping time. We have code names for them. We get just so excited over the smallest little detail. Like, if they texted us that day. If they Snapchat us. Whatever. But girls are just really like that, you know? Yes. And the question is... Are guys the same way in the way that we talk about guys? Like, do you guys talk about girls the same way? Uh, yeah, we love talking about girls, especially girls that, uh, especially girls that we love or girls that we find interest in. I mean, we're, especially guys who are close to each other. Oh Mm -hmm. man. Yeah. We're like me and my best man at my wedding. Uh, like I talk about his girl situation all the time. Like he, like that is one of our. So one of our main point of talking topics, whether that's like in depth and like talking about what qualities he loves in a girl, or if that's just like surface level and like comical about like what's what happened that week or like how many times they texted or what they say before they go to bed, if they say good night or if they say good morning and like how big of a step that is sometimes. Uh, yeah, like we... <laughs> I, I would say we do we, we do talk about girls in the same sense that girls talk about guys, for sure. Do you have code names for girls? Uh <laughs> I don't I don't think I've ever had a code name for a girl. Yay. I have code mm. names for all of mine. I that's hilarious. I mean of course I call Viv Vivian or Vivian right, Viv. Like but I mean that's her nickname, that's not a code name. So <laughs> I had code names like this is so funny, but my code names for the guys that like I was interested in, I coded them based off of ice cream flavors. Uh, <laughs> so awesome. if, if there was this guy that was like really sweet to me, he was so sweet, he would be vanilla. But like if he had a lot of baggage and a lot of problems going on and we were just not having a good time, he would be Rocky Road. I mean, I, I knew think- it was going to be Rocky Road. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could think of the exact man that I'm thinking about, but I mean, like, those are, like, the code names, and I love that. I love that y'all talk about girls like that. And I feel like, two, you need to add on to this as well, Kate. Okay, I'm going to edit that part out, but this part. Mm-hmm. with When you do talk to, uh, when you're, like, okay, like, you and your best man, for example, what's your best man's name? Tell the ladies. Who are they? Who is he? Well, my, like, best man who's going to be standing beside me in my wedding is going to be my brother, but... My brother is 16, so, like, it's going to be kind of hard for him to plan a bachelor trip. So I have my best best friend from third grade. Uh, we still go to college together. We see each other every day. He lives down the street from me, so uh, we call each other at, like, 1230 at night. He is my absolute best friend. His name's Dalen, Dalen Hintz. I mean, I think one thing, too, is I have learned this personally, and I'm sure you have as well, but the people that I tell my, like, boy problems to, like, it depends on the, like, the advice that I wanted to hear, I went to the specific person, you know? But mm-hmm. the advice that I needed to know, I surrounded myself with, like, good, wise girls that were following the Lord. So, I mean, like, even with that, I mean, like, is that something that you do? Like, I mean, sure, Dalen does that with you, for sure. But, like... Uh, people I surround myself around when I need advice are people who have lived through experience and people who know what they're talking about and people who are going to shoot me straight. 
I'm not yeah. going to go to someone who's going to sugarcoat it or someone who's going to tell me like what I want to hear or someone who that tells me like, Oh, no worries, bro. Like you're all good. Don't worry about it. Like you're doing great. You keep on doing what you're doing. Like to me, that's not, that's not helpful. Like that didn't move me. That didn't construct me. It might've been encouraging, but that wasn't really advice. And so one guy, I mean, we're already name dropping. So I'll go ahead and name drop again. Uh, one guy who I always go to for advice, his name is Chris Campbell. He is a local pastor here in Cookville. He's been my mentor for close to a year and a half now. And he'll tell me exactly everything that I need to hear. Even if I don't want to hear it, he's he's still telling me. And as hard as it might be going to someone that you know that's going to shoot you a straight shot and you know that you're going to you're you're, you're going to be chiseled a little bit like iron sharpens iron but you got to heat up iron in order to get it sharp it's good <laughs> I, I i'm gonna go to him because he's gonna be like hey man like these mistakes that you're making they keep happening but they keep happening because of this so you need to fix the source if you want to stop these mistakes with the topic we're talking about like you may keep going to these guys because you're searching for these guys in the club or at parties. And so if you're wanting to get away from guys who party and get drunk all the time, then you need to stop searching for where that happens. And so you need someone who can tell you that day in and day out. You just don't need the, or you don't need to go to people who are just gonna be like, oh, no worries, you'll find the right one when the time comes. Mm -hmm. Because now you're searching, like, how? Like, when's the right time? Where do I search? How? You need those people who are going to direct you in the right path. Very good. That was so good. Now, with going into the next question, the question is, can guys and girls actually be friends? Because I oh. have guy friends, and I love my guy friends, but I think my dad taught me this a while ago. Bruce Gust, we love him. Shout out to him. We did a podcast with him not too long ago. You should have listened. But it was Great. one of those things where I have found it to be true. But, like, guys and girls can't be friends forever. Because eventually, and I'm not, I'm just going to say it, one or the other is going to fall. One of them is going to fall for the other. They're going to be like, wow, I kind of like talking to this person, you know? He's kind of cute. Oh, she's kind of cute. You know, like, all these kinds of things. So, Kaden, I want you to tell me, like, because I know that you have friends that are girls, but, like, how do you set that boundary? Like, do you believe that guys and girls can just be friends? That's a hard question, but I do believe it in a sense. And it's the sense of, does that... So, for me, I'll say I have friends that are girls. But those friends come from Vivian, my fiancé. Like, those friends are her friends. They were friends with her first. I met those... Girls through Vivian, whenever I see those girls, I'm usually with Vivian. If I'm not, I may see him around on campus and I may say hi, have a small conversation and move on. But it's those girls aren't people who I'm texting or people who I'm like, oh, hey, you want to like go get a burger tonight? Like, no, it's a relationship to where I know if I stay in connection with these people, I'm staying in connection with them because not only do they support 
me and Vivian's relationship, but there are also people who, if I fall out of line, they're going to tell me as well. They're going to be like, Hey, like Vivian, like Vivian doesn't support that. Like, why are you doing that? And then it's like, Oh, that's good. Or there are people who like, if I am texting them, I'm usually texting them about Vivian. Like, yeah, uh, it's, it's good to have people who know your significant other. So you're able to learn more about them or put on a sweet surprise for them. Like, Hey, like what's Vivian's favorite chocolate? Like, I honestly have no idea. Or like, Hey, what's Vivian's favorite favorite food like I'm trying to put a date together do you think Vivian would like this yeah and it's those type of people that I would say you should only be friends with of the opposite gender if you are dating someone and you have friends that are the opposite gender and your significant other do not know their friends then that might be an issue Right. And it's an issue because of like what Georgia was talking about. It's an issue because communication might not be clear between you and your friend and perception uh, is a tool that the enemy uses to tear relationships that are for God down. And so if you don't have that clear communication and you don't have that clear boundary set, then it's, it's, going to end up in a place where you don't want it to end up and there could be drama that comes out of it there could be oh he said this she said that and it's just going to be a headache that you don't want to get into that's what i'm saying that's good kaden that's real good and i honestly think at the very end of the day and i know that you can attest to this but your best friend of the opposite sex should be your significant other oh absolutely 100 percent. like me and vivian were friends I would like to say long before we started dating, but we were friends for a few months before we started dating. And I believe that's why we ended up like engaged is because like we yeah. already had that foundation set up as friends. We already knew how to have fun with each other. We already knew what each other liked and we already knew like these little bits and pieces about each other. And it was fun to hang out with each other. And so when we got to the point of like, Oh, Hey, I'm falling for you. And, I'm falling for you too. It's like, well, shoot now, like my best friend, like likes me more than a friend. Like, yeah, let's get this party started. Let's go hang out. Let's go start going on dates and stuff. And it just makes your relationship so much better. If you are searching, oh, I just had a whole epiphany moment. No one's ready for this. But like, if you are searching, let's all just, Kaden, let's just talk this out for a second. Let's when you it. are searching, for let's just say Vivian's not funny, which is a lie because she's the funniest person I know. But let's just yeah. say she's not funny. And then you go searching for that quality in somebody else. And I'm not saying it's not like a huge thing, but it could be a huge thing. I mean, like if this person, for example, like just hypothetically, if like a listener's listening and like that guy that you were dating is not strong as a Christian, you're going to want that. You're going to search for that. And so you're going to find it in other places. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. Yes. Yes. I feel like your person should be everything that matters most. That's the person that you love more than anything. And so guys and girls, like, sure, they can be friends, but I think that it's so important to find it in your significant other's friend group. But there's also that boundary as well. So I think that was well said. Well done, Caden. Well oh, done. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Now, the next question is a scenario one. Here okay. we go. I have been dating this guy, and this is not me. This is not me, but this is just a, this is a scenario. I've been dating this guy and he says that he's a Christian. We love that. We love a Christian man, but he doesn't actually live it out. Hmm. I really like him, but I don't think he loves Jesus the same way that I do. 
So what should I do? That, these questions are hard hitting. These are some hard hitting. <laughs> First to say, uh, the seeds planted. So that guy who is dating this girl, he has that seed planted in Jesus and he is starting to be rooted in Jesus. And whether that seed was planted 12 years ago or two years ago, it's just always good to know that he has an idea of who Jesus is and he has an idea of what Christianity is. It's also hard to compare because comparison is another tool that the enemy uses to break down walls in a relationship. But there has to come a point where you set boundaries, like I've said before, not just physical boundaries or not just boundaries like we talked about with clothing, but boundaries in your spiritual life as well. Like, what do I not put up with or what does not fall in my line of beliefs? And a lot of people think like once a boundary is crossed or once a boundary is broken, then it's over. Mm-hmm. Then you have to, you have to move on to someone else. But I mean, think about Jesus and think about us. How many boundaries have we crossed with Jesus? And there's just that forgiveness that Jesus has for us that keeps leading us back to his feet. And for us to live like Jesus and love Jesus the way that he loved us is a sense of forgiveness as well. And I believe that forgiveness is such a great tool that we can use not only in relationships with significant others, but relationships and friendships as well is forgiveness like that, or the constant ability to show up and to show others that like, Hey, like I'm still here for you, even though we're struggling through this, or you might be struggling through this. Like I'm still here and I'm still here to help you and I'm not going to give up. And that's going to go such a far way because that's going to show the other person like, man, like I really do have something we're fighting for. Yeah. And I mean, this even goes into like um, that verse. It talks about being like equally yoked. And I wanted to get your idea on like, what do you think of when you hear the word equally yoked? Equally yoked. I think of that as the same concept of iron sharpens iron. And I think of that as if you struggle in an area and your person doesn't struggle in in an area, I think that's amazing because I think that you're able to lift that person up and you're able to teach them and show them how you got through that struggle or how you don't struggle with that. And it's just, it's just like, it's just like a balance that we need to have, especially not only in relationships, but in a community of like, Hey, you might have trouble with this, but I have trouble with this. I'll help you with that if you help me with this. Right. And so what is endurance? Endurance is how long you can go at a task, like how long you're able to last. And strength is how much you can hold and how far you can go. And I believe whenever you are equally yoked, you're able your strength and your endurance goes up and you're able to go so far. 
I mean, just think of yeah. like where the metaphor comes from. It comes from two ox pulling people in a wagon. Like yeah. they have to have endurance and they have to have strength and they have to go so far. So whenever you're, you are yoked accordingly to one another, you're able to just go beyond limits. Exactly. What I think is so important, and especially with the whole illustration that God uses about, you know, it's important to be equally yoked. Um, oh, absolutely. There was this this illustration by Ben Stewart. We shout out to him. I love that man. But he is a pastor, and he wrote the book, Single, Dating, Engaged, and Married. He basically handcuffed two individuals together. And when these two individuals were standing next to each other, one was pulling the other one away and basically dragging that person along. Or it was another thing where, like, they were both pulling apart from each other, causing a strain on themselves, and it was hurting them at the end of the day. I think when you guys are equally yoked with the love of Christ and you guys are based off of that, that is what matters most, and that's what's going to get you far in life, you know? So oh, absolutely. I think even with dating, because I know some girls are out there thinking, well, like, my person is a great Christian and all these kinds of things, but he doesn't want to go to church with me. He isn't on fire as I am about Christ. And the thing is, is what I can say about this is that no one likes to be dragged. No one likes that. And it's one of those Mm -hmm. things where God has to do a change in their heart for them to actually move and be alongside you in that. So I think just to sum it all up, what Caden said in the beginning of just like that seed has been planted, pray about it. And one thing I can say is that go where peace leads. Oh, absolutely. I mean, what's the point of a seed? It's for it to be planted and grow and to be rooted in something. And so when that seed is intentionally planted to be rooted in God, like a seed's purpose is to grow. And so the only place, the only direction you have whenever a seed is planted is for it to grow. And so it might take longer than others, or it might take a little more effort than expected, but that's just the beauty of the journey. You learned just so much from it. That was so good, Caden. Wow. I love that. I've learned a lot of stuff today. That was good. Okay. Now listen, Caden, this is a big one because I know my extroverted girlies out there are thinking about this and there's always this common phrase and I, I am, um, I like it. I do, but there comes a point where I'm like, you know what? Someone has to call. Someone has to make the move. So Caden, as a man, a man of God, do you believe? (laughs) that a woman should make the first move why or why not uh yeah yeah you think so i don't think it i don't think it needs to happen in every every single relationship but i'll say the same for guys and i'll say the same for girls that if it's on your heart to shoot your shot shoot your shot for example i didn't follow Vivian on Instagram first. She followed me on Instagram first. She followed me on Snapchat first. I saw her on campus one day and she ran up and said hi to me. And for a little bit, I was like, who is this? Who's this person? Like, I don't <laughs> who know. Who are you? <laughs> but <laughs> I would say she shot her shot and I was instantly like, wow, like what is going on? And <laughs> besides, Besides that fact, I'll tell you why it just means so much is because a lot of times, especially for good Christian guys, 
we struggle with the idea of hitting a girl up and sliding into her DMs because the world has grabbed that idea by the tail and it's brought a stereotype to guys that make it seem like, oh, if we DM you and ask you for a date, it makes it seem like it's going to be a one night stand or it makes it seem like it's just a one and done type thing or where it just makes it seem like we have bad intentions. Whereas like good Christian, holy guys are looking for the same thing that these girls are looking for. And for a girl like y'all who are listening to shoot your shot and go after a guy who you've had your eyes on for a little bit, that's go ahead and just wiping out so much misperception than you think it is. Yeah. And it's go ahead and it's setting a boundary and it's setting a foundation that's letting these guys know like, hey, like I actually want this to be a process and I actually want to learn about you and I want you to learn about me and I want us to get to know each other and I want this to start on a good note rather than a guy being worried of like, oh, like I don't want her to think that I'm chasing after these ideas, whereas really I just want to know her heart. I love that. It's on your heart to shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Go for it. Don't don't worry about. That's where my caves, everyone. Shoot you the dang shot. I want to say this too because, Caden. I mean, you're my brother-in-law, so I mean, like you know things. But like, I am not one of those people that waste my time. Okay, I don't do it. I don't do it because I don't know if anyone else is like me. But if you are, we're soul sisters. But I'm one of those people that I will think about something way too much, right? Let's just say this guy is like, I'm interested in this guy, right? Okay. So what I will do, this is a true story, everyone. This happened, I don't even know how many weeks ago. But if there was a cute guy that followed me on Instagram, and I'm like, dang, like this guy is stinking cute. And then I'm sitting here going, hmm, I want to know more about him. So guess what I do? I flip and shoot my shot. I do. And the thing is, is that a lot of people will be like, oh my gosh, Georgia, you could get rejected. Oh my gosh, Georgia, like, what are you doing? The man should pursue because if the man wants it, he'll get it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know what? Do you know how much time and effort I saved in just knowing if he was interested or not? I did. I saved a lot of time because like sometimes they go with it and sometimes they do not. And you know what? At the end of the day, I'm Jay Chillin. I'm doing the dang thing. So... I don't know. I I truly do believe in the girl can't shoot their shot if they want to. It's one of those things where I don't take it personally because I'm like, okay, if this is not what God's best is for me, then I'll just move on. No, I think that's a great idea, Georgia, because I believe that if you pursue something that you felt like you are led to pursue and it doesn't work, then it just wasn't meant to be. And I know that sounds simple and I know that sounds cliche and cheesy but I just believe that there are millions upon millions of signs all around our lives that are from God and that just might be a redirection like for example there's this book I was reading by Lily Giglio if anyone's a big fan of Lily Giglio I'm a huge fan Um, and it was don't let the enemy have a seat at your table it's his newest book and he talked about road signs from God And he explained it as in like, when you're walking down a path, you're going to have road signs, just like you're driving a car down a road. And it's going to tell you, um, you're going to have a red light, 
And the red light is a place of patience and a place to be able to slow down and catch up. And then it talked about road signs telling you you're going the wrong way and you have to turn around. And I believe that I think rejection is a very, very tough word, but I also believe that that rejection can also be a word full of grace because Mm -hmm. I believe rejection is just like a word that's like, hey, it's not here. And I don't like me saying what I think God says to me during points of rejection is like, hey, what you're searching for isn't here, but no worries. Like you just keep going and I'm going to handle it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because like the author of your life is still the author of your love story as well. You know, like oh, there's absolutely. nothing that you can do to mess it up. You know, it's just, it's so good. We trust him. We love him. Thank you, Jesus. Now, Amen. Kaden, now this is the last question of the day. And of course we end on a very heavy note. So here we go. This is a good one. A Proverbs 31 woman. We love them. We know them. But like, tell me, what do you think about it? And how do you, you know, as a Christian guy, like how did you find a Proverbs 31 woman in a world like today? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, I was just blessed with one with how just just how simple that sounds um but like georgia and i have talked about a little bit in this podcast it's where you're involved at and it's where you're really searching for and it's what you're searching for so for me four things that i imply on my life and that Vivian does the same as well, is being physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually healthy. And I know that sounds like a lot, and it sounds like a whole checklist, but trust me, it is not, because it all revolves around following Jesus. And so you're able to see that take place in someone's life by just simply how they walk down the street. It's simply how they carry themselves, how they how they talk, how like what their friends look like as well. And it's also a sense of just belonging as well. Like whenever you find a proverb a Proverbs thirty one woman, or whenever you find the person that you really, really wanted for a while now, you're going to find a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. And it's it's going to be just like two magnets that just click with each other. Because what you're aligned with and what that other person aligned with is going to connect so fast and it's going to be so strong because it's all in the eyes of the Lord. It's really good. And I, I realize that with Vivian, just by how often our conversations just ended up having God in it and how often our conversations were just fulfilling and influencing and just how, like, I would leave, me and Vivian would talk until like 2 a.m. when we first started dating and whether it was over the phone, whether it was like 
literally going on walks in the middle of the night or if it was like sitting at cookout until midnight talking i would always leave that conversation feeling so just filled like i i would almost have the same sense that i do in the mornings when i sit and have coffee and read my bible and journal like i would leave a conversation with vivian feeling the exact same and that's just how i knew the lord was in it because it's this sense of fulfillment that it's that like you can't like you can't mistake it it's just it's just there and it's just a sense from god that he's gonna lay on your heart and that you're always gonna pursue that is so good i love that i love like the little the way that you felt with vivian of just feeling like it's like one of those things where like i mean i can speak for this because i know Caden and viv myself but when they come together the lord's joy and his presence is so known in whatever area that they're at. Like, you can just feel the Holy Spirit within that. So, I mean, like, even having that in a relationship where you are experiencing that firsthand, like, that is something you want. Because at the end of the day, like, your relationship with whoever you are with, it is a partner in making his kingdom known. Like, this is not just something where, like, oh, he's cute and all these kinds of things. But you want to feel spiritually empowered and make sure that this person is keeping you in line. And so... Absolutely. I love that with you and Viv. Y'all, they are a couple goals for real. We love Caden and Viv. We love them. Okay. <laughs> Caden, that was all of our questions for today. That was I had so much fun. That was so much fun. That was the best <laughs> hour of my day. <laughs> That's so sweet. Well, I'm so glad that you were here. Thank you again for just sharing all of your wisdom and all the things. I know that all these little girls out here are just feeling blessed and feeling empowered because they are living in the right way. We are proud of them. We really are. Y'all are doing great out there. We love you. But, Caden, yes. something that we do here on the Jesus and Joe podcast is that we pray because these girls need to know that there is someone praying over them and for them. So, Caden, will you please have, just be an honor if you could pray over us today? Oh, absolutely. So here we go. Lord, I just thank you for this podcast. And I thank you for this opportunity that allows me to be a vessel to your word and for me to pour out your wisdom. Father, I just pray that uh, there's just one person who's able to really relate to what you had to say today, God. And I just pray that they see you in their everyday lives in ways that they haven't seen you before. I pray that you just really just wrap them around with a big old hug and you just continue to love on them in jesus name amen amen guys thank you all so much for being here kaden you were the bomb and everyone go follow him on instagram i'll have all the links in the bio but y'all have the greatest day we love you so much goodbye adios